0: Okay,
1: so um, I'm so excited to talk with you because um, anytime I get the experience with talking to a light worker, I'm just ec- ecstatic. So um, obviously you're an empath and that, you know, people flock to you and they know you and that you feel things and sense things. And there's a lot of great things that happen to you, but there's a lot of things that have dampened your soul, and I'm so excited to um, have crossed paths with you, because um, you have guardian angels with me, and I, you have spirit guides with me, um, you're somebody who I feel like maybe hasn't been seen in the true light that can can be reflected on people, and your words that you feel can change and pivot lives aren't being said because you are taught that what you say and, and think don't matter, And so I'm going to invite you to just explore this opportunity with me in the way that we can understand the flow because I am reinventing your wheel today. They're saying that we can reestablish this connection because you have felt them before when you were a child and as an adult, you wish you can experience more. And so what they're showing up for you today is that they're acknowledging that you had to go through the shit and that now you've gone through the shit, we can talk more. Okay. (laughs) So is your, your, are your mom's parents in spirit? Yes. And she's not here because she's having a more difficult time with grief than you because you understand things differently than your mom and you have a very hard time well, nope, sorry. Your, the mom is having a harder time with grief than you. And I almost feel like there's been some recent passes that have changed the directory, like the the, the trajectory. What am I trying to say? The direction of the life that we're all going, right? Like holidays, yeah. traditions are just not the same. So yeah. they're making me feel like that. So did they just pass? Cause they're saying recently in the last couple of years.
2: Um, the so- last year. My grandmother, who was like the matriarch of our family. Passed. Yes, the glue to the
1: family, the one that has all these traditions and recipes and we've kept them and we just don't know what to do with these traditions. But did she pass this year? No,
2: she passed um in 09.
1: So who died this year? Did someone just pass this year last year?
2: Um, my biological dad, dad did. Your dad? But we had a parting like my oh, Hold on, hold on,
1: hold on. Oh, okay, okay, wait, sorry. Let me give you what I get first and then maybe if needed help me because I want to make sure that you receive this organically because I don't want any room for doubt for anybody for your own angels because they're already calling you out and what they're showing me is that you have a hard time receiving love and you have a hard time receiving compliments and you have a hard time receiving healing and so what this is about (laughs) so it's a Ah. <laughs> oh, I love it. So, um, so, okay, so Grandma was oh nine, but then did did her dad die later?
2: No, he's been gone for a long time. More dead
1: than so your biological dad then was the one that died later. Um, so. Do you have a sibling in spirit?
2: Probably.
1: What do you mean by that?
2: I know that my mom and dad lost a daughter at some point, like when they were first together.
1: Okay, because I have a sister here. That's exactly Hey, girl. (laughs) That's like before life. Yeah. You're here to connect to spirit guides?
2: Yeah, I mean, I kind of just, you know, there are a couple of folks that have passed it that I was hoping to. Your dad,
1: one of them. The dad was one of them.
2: He's actually, I don't know how to, I don't know how much I, yeah.
1: This is what I'm getting.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay, one sec. <laughs> so it's, um, Sorry, man. No, 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 no. I just, I'm understanding things. Um, was he the criminal? Yes. Because he says, I'm the, I was the villain in her story. I was the criminal. Yes. I was the narcissist, abusive soul. Is that right? Yeah. So I need you to know something, okay?
2: okay?
1: You have a lot of growing and a lot of healing to be had still, not based off of. Okay, let me turn in or into. You know the importance of the players in your life. You know the people that were in your life for the reason that they were. And you know that the reason why you are who you are is because of those players. Mm-hmm. And so, as the light worker that you are, we then appreciate their roles and we let them be free from whatever that may mean for them. And the 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 part though is, and this is what's hard for you is giving yourself permission to release things that could create joy because it's easier for us to tell ourselves that we didn't experience an experience that we thought we should have in this life and hold on to something that creates resentment underneath the roots and so what we have to do is we have to take control of the narrative be truly grateful for all the bullshit including the people who did it and then just say you know what i'm so happy that, that guy got me where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying this at the finish line.
0: Yeah. Because
1: I'm gonna say something. I'm a victim of sexual abuse, I'm a victim of mental abuse, too. Like I'm i I'm, I'm a victim as well. So mm-hmm. I understand the idea behind holding on to some things, right? That feels like that's our story. And so one of the things that we have to do as light workers is understand that that story was a catalyst to get us to where we're at so we can be the light worker to the people that need us. Yeah. And what a beautiful place to be. Mm -hmm. And so I feel that with you. However, I feel a lot of pullback of worth and value because how could you be so special that God gifted you an ability of connecting to people? That's what I hear you saying to yourself. So what this does with this male figure, all right? This soul, because... Can I ask, are you the one connected to sexual abuse or did he sexually abuse somebody?
2: Um, I did have some sexual abuse, but not by him, but I think it was all tied in together.
1: Was it someone connected to him through family or a friend, like a brother? A son. Thank you. So your brother. yeah. He's, and he is still earth side, but we don't talk to him. Correct. Okay, because he put him on earth and then buckled him up and then threw him out. Like he, she's like, he's like, we don't talk to him. He's out. <sighs> okay, so with that came a lot of PTSD triggers behind closed doors, things that we've had to work on. And I just want to tell you that that's not what he shows me. That's not what he shows me. He's, that is not him in your business. Um, I'm just seeing that. You're, you have a you have your grand... Was your grandmother an angelic energy in your life, Earthside? Because she's your angel now. She's the ones, like, I can see her standing right behind you. She kisses you and she's like, honey, I got you. We're doing this together and I've been doing this with you since day one. Even when she was Earthside, she was like your biggest support, yes? Mm-hmm. And she's still there with you. You live your life in memory of her does that make sense yeah because she wants you to know that she is with you and she's connected to the middle name i think so what's the what's the namesake so are you named after her Mm -mm. where does this middle name come in so do you have is somebody is there a namesake of a middle name do you have a child i do Um... daughter that was named after her in a middle name or yours So she is telling me that there goes the name the name.
2: Well, I mean, so when you say namesake, I don't. That's kind of weird. But um, her name was Matilda, and my son has a dog that we named Tilly, but I call her Matilda. But that like that's our dog. <laughs> so.
1: You know your life more than me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yes, my dear. So she's talking about her namesake. Her name is Carrie Down. Mm-hmm. So um, now I'm understanding the circle with four legs. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs>
2: I thought about that before this I was like she's gonna come through and be like why did you name the dog
1: after me <laughs> so you na- you did this after she passed of course yeah, yeah.
2: well my so- son did yeah and then and then I just yeah.
1: yeah she is so sweet she's talking to me she goes Brandon, thank you for being the light that you are because she needs more light and that you have given her something to be excited about. She was so, she was so excited about the session. She was so excited to feel like belonged and joyous because she has experienced connection so much that she hasn't talked about it with a lot of people and that you make her feel belonged and that you're going to validate her. You're going to make her feel special because nobody really has listened to her. She says too, she goes, you know, she's just like you. She feels like, oh, she's the one that showed me that your light was dim. She goes, she's just like you. She's allowed the world to enter into her perimeters, giving her her own opinions about herself, curating a reality that truly doesn't exist, dampening her own soul. She is her, she is her own damp cloth. She is her own damn cloth. So I'm seeing a connection with you and your mom and I see that. It's hard to talk to your mom sometimes. Is that real? Is that right? Uh-huh. Um, is that real? I meant true. <laughs> <laughs> the struggle is real. Am <laughs> I real? This is all real. <laughs> I feel like you're having a hard time talking with your mom and getting through. And I feel like you're appeasing the relationship by accepting and tolerating her behaviors. And I feel like you're seeing old traditional stuff through her, like behaviors that don't really match with this current day and age so like i don't know like her mindset or the way that she calls people out or says things to people maybe her opinions it's hard i'm sorry that you're dealing with that but know that you're trusting your role in this because you know that you're an older soul because you've carried over lessons in this life that you that your mom doesn't have to learn and um you're really the one that's her advocate right now and although so she's Damn, is she a narcissist?
2: Huh? No, come on. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm understanding spirit and resent me. And... Okay, you are her. Heal. Uh, what's that called? um greek mythology that the the heel Talena, what's that called hercules, hercules heel the the her yes, Achilles. Achilles yes. Heel. you're you're her you're that so you are the one who is in full control but you've been tethered into thinking you're not of course like narcissist behavior and why is it that they're showing this to me like what is it It is her lesson. Her mom is her lesson. We had to, okay. So I've connected to your higher self and I've connected to some higher archangels. So let's listen. We've had to give her a lesson associated to somebody very, very close to her. Somebody that couldn't get closer to her. We've had to test her understanding and her abilities to untethering to her self value and self worth. It is beyond that. It is a, underneath, it is a, it is how to control the complimentary, it is how to control the compliments. It's almost as though she's so good at the backhanded compliment. She doesn't show affection through her words with your affirmations. She's, she's, it's like you have this constant flow, this increase of belong, this increase of valid, like you need, like you long for her validation still, though you tell people you don't, and it's something that they're like, this is the test. We need her to pull out. She is the heel for her mom to then get angry and to then resolve those issues, but then she has to crumble. And you see this happening when you are called to make a move in your life. You've been fighting this because you know the result. And you know that you're stagnant because of it, because you've ignored it for too long. They forced you in the corner of a choice and you're being forced with decisions and boundaries. And you're really, it's the test of time.
2: Well, can I give you information?
1: Up now? Yeah, for sure. Okay.
2: So um, my mom lives with me and my son. Like I take care of her. Perfect is it? <laughs> I'm
1: just kidding. Yes, it is. It's, it's wonderful. <laughs> I love my mom very much. and But yes, it is a struggle. Well, um, sorry. Okay. Now, are you learning that your mom makes it out to be worse than what it is? Mm-hmm. And you're learning that she's using that as control over you to do things for her? Yes. And you're starting to roll your eyes at moments now that are red flags, that you're like, fuck, it's real. Like This is real, this is actually happening. And we've yet to kind of make moves towards it? Yeah, I mean, I kind of pick my battles,
2: you know?
1: And that's the problem. I mean, I shouldn't say problem. It's you, that is the solution you're choosing. And that is okay, but this is what they're saying. You aren't going to go anywhere else but this if you don't make the necessary moves because you're not happy, you're not content and you're not where you want to be and you feel entitled and obligated all based off of a conditioning, a programming, Um need you do to know that it is okay to still take care of people all while having walls and boundaries and structures and your own rules. When you go to the doctors and hospitals, they, okay, this is what they're showing me. And you have, to, you have to realize that you have really cute spirit guides that are playful and childlike. So that tells me that at the end of the day, you just want to be a child at heart. And these spirit guides are showing me that they said, They put you in a cute little doctor like uniform and they put you behind a desk and they had like a sign that said it was like your doctor's office. And then they showed your mom walking to it and then she signed your rules. Because as a patient, when you go to a hospital, you sign the hospital's rules. And so you have to remember that you're her care provider. You have the rules, you have the handbook and and you can create that. And you're going to just have to say, I'm not unavailable right now, mom. Like, I know, I know you're okay. Like I'm unavailable because is it fair to say your self-care has been put on the back burner? Yeah. Yeah. You need to know something on a spiritual level that that's important that you take care of that stuff. Okay. And really make time for you because you can't even be the best version of yourself right now because you haven't taken care of your own thoughts. And there's a lot of stuff that you are ignoring
2: well, where I'm at right now is I'm trying to figure out um, how to adapt, right? Like, how do I evolve my self-care regimen into this new way of living? Because I know that's-, that's the way. I just need to have, like, find it.
1: Okay, cool. So... I can see your mom is it true does your mom have you do extra stuff than really what you should be doing for her
2: um sometimes I think that maybe like we both take advantage of each other like the thing is I'm like the money maker right and then she's like the homemaker So yes, are there times on the weekends when I end up having to clean the house all weekend and get frustrated by that? Absolutely. Um, And then...
1: It almost feels like marital.
2: Yeah. Oh, very much. Okay. Which is also like a whole other level of, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, we're understanding the importance of what your spirit guides are trying to say, which is you've become content with how she wanted things to be.
2: Yes. Yep. That is Boop. on the nose. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's a hard situation for anybody to be in because you love and care and respect and you honor your mom so much. But I think what's important is that that conditioning of what respect and honor looks like to you was also designed by your mom. And I think that you need to reconsider that display of honor and tell yourself that what you were taught and how it should be executed isn't the only option. That's probably one of the best ways of putting that, you know? Yeah. Because you pay me to tell you what spirit says. You pay me to tell me what, you know, spirit says. If you do this, you know, life would be better. It's like, I'm not saying kick your mama. I'm just saying there's room for structure, just like any marriage, right? They need, you need structure. They're like all these lines like it's rocking there's no flow you know there's a
2: better way yeah
1: um so but it's out of light like it's out of awesome light um who did you want to connect with today uh specifically um because okay i need i need is it okay if i go back to dad because i'm getting pulled
2: yes but
1: tell him he doesn't get very much time, damn it. <laughs> Sorry. I need him, to, he he needs, he's coming through with apologies. He's coming through to just accountability. He's coming through because, you know, he shows me walk of life on earth where he was reactive and responsive out of anger. Is that right? And he is trying to tell me that in spirit, he is able to communicate clearly and that is, I'm sorry that I was an ass. I'm sorry that I, I did not do what I should have done. And I was not the man that I needed to have been in your life. And you deserved a man. You deserved someone with respect and dignity and to, precious, and to keep you like a precious jewel. And I'm sorry that I threw you out like trash is what it feels like. But I need you to know that because I was the asshole and I did my part, you walked out of this much better than I will ever. He says, you will be able to be so strong and so firm in your belief system of worth because of your mom and I. He goes, there are people in your world who are testing you right now. And you keep blind your you, yeah, sorry. You keep your blinders on, out of the fact of you want to live in a world where good people exist. And if you can make them good in your mind, then that means that they're good. And they're tr- and he says that you got so content doing this that you're doing this now, and that you're losing track of where you're headed. Because you're so caught up in making sure everyone is appeased and happy and that you look good. And it's like, no. You saying no and you putting your foot down makes you strong. That doesn't make you mean or cruel. That means that you respect yourself in the way that you deserve. You don't need me to do that. You don't need your mom to do that. So did he smoke or drink?
2: Yeah, both
1: of those. Because his voice is raspy and his, his uh, body is low vibration. I'm like, yeah. Ew. Yeah. ew.
2: Yeah. So
1: So um, he's coming, he's peeking through though. And I need you to know how it works in spirit. It's they switch. They're not the way that they don't have the brain. They don't have yeah. that stupid bullshit. So yeah. you need to take these messages, not from your villain, but from a soul that is still around you. One that should have shaped up and been a lot better. In the beginning.
2: Yeah, I understand.
1: And so he is just trying to come through and say sorry. Okay. okay. Were you also close to your grandfather?
2: I never met him.
1: Okay. That would make sense because anytime a soul tethers to the way that he just did, um, it means that spiritually he was he, he there's a strength of spiritual tetherment. Um, guardian angels that we don't understand who they are. So you experienced things. They're showing me things that happened in your room or bed. Lights flicker. Did you see somebody in your room?
2: Um, you know, I've seen a lot of things over the years that I've explained away. So I would say probably yeah.
1: Yeah, that's what they keep showing me. You've seen a guy. You've seen a guy in your room. Yeah, this is your grandfather.
2: that's pretty cool i do have someone that i'm curious about
1: is it a friend
2: no it's interesting are you ready can i say it okay okay when i was a very young girl i was hit by a truck Drunk driver? Yeah.
1: Okay, one second. Did they die?
2: Um. Yes, but not because of the accident.
1: Did they get killed though? I don't know. Okay, one second. Did someone get shot?
2: Maybe. Not that I'm aware of. Like, I don't know that much about him.
1: he's visited you yeah got it um yeah him too because you're also a medium and souls are coming to you they're they're flocking to you that's why people flock to you on earth and that's why people flock to you spirit Um, is that what you wanted to know if that's real like what
2: um so the biggest thing is like I tried to find him when I was in my 20s because I just wanted to tell him I'm okay
1: yeah he said, it's okay. Like I, I heard what you have said out loud to him. Um, so you, you, well, you've talked, you've taught. he says you've told him that already.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. So why Ready. are you, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> just want to make sure. <laughs> I'm teasing. I, know. I it's, it's fun, right? Like the pipeline is so cool that it just solidifies your own experience. And I once believed in myself, a lot less than what I do now, and I can feel that in you. And I think that it's really cool that all you know that was was a solid like solidifying your own ability, that you don't need to be anyone special except for just yourself. Um, I'm gonna pull an oracle card. You're like, you're so intrigued and so interested by spiritual awakenings and journeys of souls. Have you looked into the inner circle?
2: Um, I don't know exactly what you mean by that, but I do have, like, I have a couple of tarot decks and I've read tarot a little here and there, Um, but honestly, I felt like it was a little bit too...
1: Raw, general. yeah. So my, so I'm talking about my inner circle that I have on my website where it, it's um, like, it's a monthly thing, but it's a podcast and it's a Facebook thing where it's like $10 a month and you get access to this exclusive content for people like you that I like to talk about these kinds of stuff with, because it can't be public. Cause that's where people like the trolls are there. So, um, I've created, it's all new. It's just launched like, november so it's basically just a program an opportunity where you can um unite with other people and grow with me and i talk about development and spiritualism and all that um this is so cool that your first card is friendship and we're talking about an expansion of an outlet of growing um so seek out your soul family surround yourself with positive people spend more time socializing <laughs> can't fake that shit. Like, that's crazy. (laughs) Out of all these cards. Look at all these cards. (laughs) How fun. What did you say earlier that you were trying to do? Yeah. Balance. So take time to relax. Indulge a little more or less. Set boundaries with your work. And your work is your mom. One more time. Magic. Make a wish. Believe in miracles. Magic surrounds you because you're a medium. You have signs and symbols that need to be in a notebook they're telling me. And what this means is that you don't know what you're looking at. And when you have signs and symbols, so I have a mediumship class and a spiritual awakening class coming out, like all these classes you need to be in because they're perfect for you. Um, When you have moments where you see something and you don't understand it, write it down. Because right, right now they're showing me a strawberry. So do you see like random graphics in your mind's eye Or like when you deja vu or like when you go through like parts of your day, do you see certain things? Mm -hmm. So you have signs and symbols that they're trying to give you and trying to teach you. They're trying to teach you communication. And so when they show me a thing like a strawberry, you need to write down the strawberry. And then what could that mean if spirit gave you a strawberry? So in your intuition wheel, What does a strawberry mean to you?
2: Um, I think that it means like togetherness and just like pure happy together.
1: Now, is that something that a strawberry can only give you? Can something else make you feel that same thing? Because that's what what they're going to want you to do is get very specific on that strawberry. So if every time they showed you a strawberry, they got specific. So, you know how like,
0: <laughs>
1: Pero is too broad. And they're trying to get you to get more specific because you create your sign. So strawberry, make it more specific. Make it like, like uh, it needs to be specific like heart cancer, not just cancer. Like, it needs to be, like, fruit. Uh, like, did you have a disease? Like, were you allergic to fruit? So anytime strawberry comes up, you my had an allergy. Was, my grandma
2: was allergic to strawberries, but she still ate them. Because <laughs> she didn't give a beep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Your grandma was teaching you. She's trying to tell you, when I show you strawberry, that means the person in front of you is allergic to something. Okay, okay. You're literally being taught. Okay. I
2: just need to pay more attention. So yes, I will, I'll start a journal for that. Try to whittle it down.
1: You know that that's crazy that your grandma is allergic and she's here teaching you how to get more specific because she understands that to you, tarot is too broad.
2: Well, it's ironic because she and
1: again, like I it's know. Faith based faith-based. That.
2: faith-based. Yeah. yeah.
1: I don't usually say it anymore, because yeah. she's like she won't believe me because I was involved in church. Yeah. And I and I was an <laughs> advocate on religion. Yeah. And this is why it's important for me to talk to her this way, because she needs to be understood in this way. She needs to be validated because this is what you've embodied. You are taught religion. You're born with this. You're not born with religion. And so it's important that you understand these gifts being taught to you by your grandmother.
2: And I knew she had it there. I knew she had it, which is why I always pushed and tried
1: to talk to her about it. Wait, you're telling me that the grandmother that I'm communicating on behalf of was spiritually in tune on earth and had gifts that now she's helping you learn? I mean I think so. I mean well, we'll pay attention.
2: What? Oh my gosh.
1: That is some crazy shit. Now she goes, now I wouldn't say that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that's so funny.
1: Okay, so I need you to know that your grandmother's in spirit really, really helping you out. Okay, like she's a big support and she's your advocate over there. And she's trying to get you to get through your mom. And she's sorry on behalf of your mom because your mom is not like your grandma. And is that right? Yeah. And uh, it's like she's like this different version of herself. There's a lot to be said. Uh, her grandparents, yeah. Is your, these are your mom's parents, correct?
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Do you have therapeutic things to say? Uh, if so, let me ask. Okay. Can I tell you who's here with me? Sure. <laughs> so I have a really great friend. Her name is Talina, and she's a therapist, and she's actually specializes in narcissist behavior. And, <laughs> and, um, what she is also is a spiritual worker. She does Reiki and she is also a medium. And this is her specialty is, and she's kind of, she's she's under my, I guess you can say wing today. Um, and she's just kind of floating in my space. But, um, and being led to at, to invite her over, is that okay that she talks yeah, to you? Yeah,
2: please do. Cool. Hi. Hello
0: over here just taking notes and listening and and you um the few things that i wanted to add to um therapeutically speaking i want to recommend a book for you okay it's called adult children of emotionally immature parents you know <laughs> it's funny,
2: i have a very good friend whose mom recently passed and she's dealing with a lot of stuff and reading she just read this book and she was like, you got to read
0: that book. Yeah. Okay, there you go. So. Well, you do. <laughs> you got to read the book because it's going to help you understand um, what like really like why your parents are like, just who they are and like what the find words for it. Because what I'm getting also is that, so it's not common. You very clearly identify your father as a narcissist, you know, and it's like in your mom, yes, you did. But it's not uncommon that we need one parent to be the better parent. Mm-hmm. and it's like so your mom is that and so it's a little harder for you to see you want to give her too much you almost give her too much grace um for her manipulative behavior and so it was like for you to understand that um well what, some of the things I wrote down was um, there's there's a uh, there's a narcissistic energy of impact like on your son your mom is teaching your son how to have these traits yeah And so when Brandon's like, I'm going to tell you to kick her out, I'm going to tell you, you got to get her out of there. I'm going to tell you that you have to at least set really clear boundaries with her. If you're not going to make her leave, you at least need to speak her behavior out loud as manipulative and notify your child that this is unacceptable. So that sometimes we, it's not a matter of just respecting elders. It's about for them to have clarity on the elders.
2: Yeah, I have started um, talking with my son about that. And because I've already picked up on him taking on like my brother and I took our childhood in totally different directions, and nice. I worry that my son is going to take it on the way my brother did, and not the way that I did.
1: Yeah. So and I got did her. your brother do? I'm so sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Did your brother is he associated to to drugs or coping mechanisms? Um. He drinking. He does drink. He's just marijuana? kind of
2: hmm? drinking in marijuana.
1: Yeah. 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 That's what this is. It's, and, and, and your grandmother shows that to me so you can have faith and peace of mind that she's also around him as well. Because there's there's not a is there some communication, maybe none? None. Yeah, okay. That's that's their that, yeah. Um and so anyway, go ahead.
0: He's he's like your dad, isn't he? He, he's got some of your dad he like he's got a he's more of a narcissist he's got more narcissistic energy
2: he's, he's starting to like he's got I would say 99 percent impact right your dad or, or your my you're, 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 my son yeah. I'm talking
0: about your brother your
2: oh brother, your yeah brother he is your like a mirror image of our dad
0: yeah, yeah. I don't have to or one earlier but we usually just have one to two of, yeah. of this type so your brother you're right you're noticing it in your brother and so for course correction in order to you know your son you're like your son's got you But he's also, you've allowed your your mom and his space to be a very big influence. And so it's important that you call her out for what she is. And if she's not comfortable with that, then she can choose to remove herself and go elsewhere. But the truth has to be spoken. And we got to quit picking the battles because it doesn't, you're you're, you're also, you're modeling for your child at that point, um, just to let things slide, ignore things, you know, it's like, you know, ignore bad behavior. It's like, we don't have to do that. Um, what I got from your grandfather was that handkerchief like I instantly felt just this consoling energy of like here's about to be some truth bombs dropped today <laughs> and I'm con- like you're going to console you through it but also consoling your grandmother through it because they're disappointed they're disappointed and in both you know it's like the, both of their I guess she, they have other do you have an uncle or something that's also like this or something
2: no, my uncle um was not this way. Okay.
1: He's well, he's in spirit. Nice. Yeah, he's in spirit. That's why you're feeling an uncle. Okay. No. All right. So so there's
0: some they're, there's some they're just trying to, to
1: let you know that it, on the other side, you have a lot of strong souls. They're showing me spiritual warrior. Um, and, and you know this to be true because you feel weak at times, like you can't explain your strength. And they're the ones in spirit showing me all of these little threads of strength, like wings. They're under they're your wings. Mm-hmm. And you're having to be making some big moves on behalf of their daughter. And it makes so much sense that because they're in heaven and spirit, they're trying to convey to you that you've been confronted with some hard choices. And in spirit, it's important because they're their parent, like their parents. And so you need to hear it from the parents. Everything that we're saying is on behalf of them, as you know. And so what this means is you allow the time to marinate, on this, you allow this to really soak in on what she's saying and I'm saying on behalf of them. And you make those choices and you make the moves necessary for not only yourself, but your son. And I'll let her finish.
0: Yeah, I just have a couple more things, um, but you, just for you to be aware of what's happening and I, maybe you are, but your current mode of operation and your mom's very well aware of this is out of guilt. So she's using guilt to manipulate. And so there's a sense of obligation out of fear of what's going to happen she's 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 weaponized your love for her she's weaponized that and it's a hard thing to like, like free from it is it, it really is but it's like this is the stuff that makes a difference like you heal yourself on such a magnificent level when you do this and then you do this you block to where they don't get to like the generations that come from you will look different you know the ones below you like you're the change agent and it's like so for you to be aware like that you recognize false guilt when it comes up because it's it's like oh like okay that's a feeling of guilt guilt is always a coercive emotion okay remorse remorse we're born with because remorse guides us it teaches us the things that oh i don't like i didn't like the way that made me feel and i'm not gonna behave in that way because i don't want to hurt anyone but somebody that takes that incident and then weaponizes it and reminds you of it constantly then they bring in guilt and shame and so that's a coercive emotion that is always led by a human experience the the guilt and shame understand that it's not an innate born with emotion because it's been something where we've been our remorse has been twisted up you know even if it's not even remorse because sometimes it's a matter of them teaching us from a very young age that we're responsible for their emotions and, yeah.
2: and I have been doing a lot of work with myself surrounding guilt um, because I'm trying to, I have guilt as a parent and guilt as a child that I deal with a lot. And so,
0: yeah, because I started, that, yeah, say, the, like, conditioning, the ideology that was ingrained in you before your prefrontal cortex was developed. So you're when you're living in your amygdala, when you're all about your feelings, the world somehow like the level of criticism and, and ugliness that was in your household um left you in a place of feeling like you were you were responsible for the bad things that happened in life and so we try to make that fit to an to a unconscious belief system so it's like oh yeah i'm gonna I'm, i felt here and i felt here and i felt here finding ways to make the feeling be understood but the feeling is wrong That that narrative is that. That's the criticisms of a parent, like that. That's that society, that's church, that's all the things that, whatever your exposures were that taught you about shame and guilt from a young age. That voice is still ingrained in your brain, and it's like when we notice that false guilt. Okay, that false guilt. Challenge it. Challenge it.
2: I am, and that's exactly what I'm working on. Is like when I get that feeling of guilt, trying to figure out is it tethered to something real and if it is let's go ahead and take the time and work through that or is it not tethered to anything but it's just my like unhealthy coping mechanism my trigger of how I react to x y and z and if it's that then I take the time and work through that like I'm very much into here's
0: a really great filter that I learned in Brandon's spiritual awakening class I'm going to highly recommend that you do take this class it was extremely pivotal in me I wrote down here, allow yourself to allow yourself to believe in yourself because all of this, like I'm just getting chills as I'm saying this because Brandon's helped me, spirit has helped me, but it's through Brandon and through the trust that I have with him and the way that he teaches that I have really learned how to do this. And it is like the, the filter that he gave me that I now pass along to my therapy clients also is the question, is this good for my soul? the first question is this good for my soul a lot of times you're going to clear right there that it's not yeah you're going to know right there okay because it's not good for your soul then it's not going to be good for the other person's soul either because we're enabling some level of behavior Mm -hmm. and so we're withholding their own spiritual journey by enabling them to continue in an unhealthy pattern because we're stuck in our false sense of guilt or whatever so if it's not if it's good for my soul is this good for the other person's soul those should, that's going to make sense to you. I feel yeah. like that can make really good sense to you. It's going to free you of a lot of false guilt. Cause it's like, that's a bottom line. Cause I don't have to weigh in anything beyond soul level stuff here. You well, know? and the
2: thing that's so cool about that work is the more I do it, the easier it is for me to let go. When I can recognize that it's okay for me to let go, just giving myself that permission and then tapping into that permission more on command, right? Right and it's very liberating
0: like i yeah. am digging it <laughs> yes. this spiritual awakening class that he has i mean i do recommend that like starting with that i mean because i there i think there's an opportunity for it to build upon i don't know for myself yeah. like that's been my experience but it that that's going to help you with that believing in yourself because he's going to validate you and you're going to get validated just by the stuff that why, why i'm able to sit over here and write these things down is because of this class i took I do this work, but I didn't realize I was doing this work. Just like you don't realize you're doing this work.
1: Did you keep somebody's iron skillet, Ann? Did your mom
0: cast iron skillet? Uh, yes, yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I love it, I love it. I'm gonna let you guys <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for letting
2: me pop in like this. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too,
1: thank you. That was so nice of you, thank you. Are these rooms? Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. I hope that helps you. Um, you know, it's just a tough situation, so anytime I have her here, and if that topic gets brought up, because that is her specialty, so that's what she went to school for, actually, is to learn about that kind of stuff, and it's not to make, you know, anyone out to make, you know, them, to def- you know, whatever, it's not about that, it's just sometimes we lose track of ourselves, and I, and I love so much that your family, your grandparents, um, So how old is your son, 12? Or does your son connect to the number 12, December or twelfth?
2: Yeah, so he is 12.
1: Because so, they're talking about him and they're acknowledging how he's intuitive in a way um, where he can see souls and communicate to them as well. So do you understand that?
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, he's, so my grandma passed when he was seven days old. Cool. So he's she's around him and through him and... Um, he's very sensitive yeah so he's embodied trauma up to three generations which is why he's a different boy he's a different kid he he belongs in a different world um he is not of this world and so it's very important that you protect him he man i hate it i hate it when they put it i hate it when spirit puts light in dark Mm -hmm. and I hate that because when I talk to somebody that not only sees full potential in their child, but it's the blinders that you don't see that look at your life and how no one stopped it from getting here. Yeah. And how if you don't do what she just talked about, you're gonna do the exact same to your kid. And because you often ask yourself, I wish somebody taught me more or gave me more. But you know what happened? They were content. Yeah. So you know what they're showing me right now is a different perspective because it's easier for you to put all of this to the side, for you to accept this and for you to achieve mediocre. But when they throw in a light, like your son and we don't see it in the way that they are, they're like, you know, it's taken 12 years for her to get where she's at with him. And they're behind. They're behind. He's behind on his development. He's behind on his skill. He's there. He sensory? Yeah, sensory. Is he sensory? Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 So, so she has. So she has a a child that's full spectrum that's been working her. That's really here to help her do this. He's here to help her do this work. And that those other people for them to change the trajectory of the level. You know, it's like explaining that background player to so like, I think that's
1: the kind of key. And it's hard to get, work, but it's hard know. to connect a background player to somebody that is so prominent and important to you. Like a mom or a wife.
2: What do you mean by that?
1: <laughs> okay, I'll tell you. <laughs>
0: You're like... <laughs> Okay,
1: Okay, you're right. I I need to let go of not talking to people in the way that they need me to talk to them like because I feel like in your circumstance, like, okay, well, let me explain what a background player is and then um, I guess I have to get going on my next appointment, but the background players are uh, souls who are dropped in on your timeline who have no empathy that share a timeline where their only purpose is to pull a player out of a spiral. And so like a narcissist is usually the background player. All narcissists are, are background players because there's no changing them and there's no molding molding them. There's no hope for change. So then the sooner you realize that, the sooner you can release that. But when you tell someone a background player is your mom, it's like either A, you're going to connect to it and be like, well, that makes sense because she never it never resonated with me. This care she gave me never resonated with me. This understanding that she tried to teach me never resonated. The belief system, the moral compass, the values never resonated with me. And so therefore, background player. We needed someone, you needed someone in your life to test and armor you down yes, to yes. <laughs> and then you break free from that and everything you become is the opposite of what they told you you weren't because that is what that background player does is they curate the strength that you need to be strong because without the strength and without the bravery without the confidence you can't be anybody's hero And so now you need to recognize that not only is your mom is the the background player of your life for you to be rise above, but your child is viewing you as the superhero. And he's reliant on you to pull him out so he can receive the care he needs because you're too focused possibly on more of the needs of your mother rather than the needs of your child. Right. Yeah. And it's because you've been guilted into feeling like you need to be a better daughter than a mother. there you said it <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah <laughs> I hate people that are just poor intention and I and I wish I also lived I I'm going through a divorce and my ex-wife is a narcissist been there but, been here for th- 17 years and I'm realizing so much yeah anyway I know I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Fine, I like duck anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, I want to keep hanging out with you guys. I know. <laughs> so, I have, can I ask you a quick question? Like, a whatever, um is all of this going to get posted? And the reason I ask is because we talked about, um, my sexual abuse and I just want to make sure that I get to sign off if that gets posted.
1: Oh, that would never get posted. So anytime I post anything, it would just be things that wouldn't be offensive or whatever, but I would text you, you know, like, Hey, do you care if I post? Um, I mean, If it's cool, like I would love to share the audio on my personal podcast and my inner circle, like take out the personal stuff, but talk about maybe like identifiable things where no one will know it's you. Heck yeah. Perfect, perfect.
2: That was the only thing, like, you know, we talked about a lot of personal stuff that all of that is totally fine. I'm a pretty open person. It's just that one little component that I just wanted to like make sure.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, It's really just to help normalize the education behind what to do in these kinds of circumstances. It's almost like, so people can have a reading without like paying for it. It's like health, you know, it's like, it's anyway, that's really why um, I think that this episode, because Talina hopped on in this one, I think this could help the inner circle because people will be exposed to her teachings and things. So thank you so much. And I hope to see you in the inner circle or somewhere down the road um, and I would love a, a check-in like in six months, like, let me know. How are you?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I would yeah, love I'll that. Can I you send that. me a link um, to the inner circle? Are you able to do that?
1: So it's on the website. It's just okay. readingswithbrandon.com And, um, there's info on there. There's audio and video, and then, um, it's all pretty easy breezy to, to navigate. Okay. But text me um, if you have questions about anything. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a good day. You too.
2: Bye. Bye.